it's rocking and shocking. And what's up, hockey fans? And welcome to episode number 60 of Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. 60 episodes in. I can't believe it. Rolled. <laughs> oh, anyways, I'm Scott Kimball, and I got to tell you something. We have got an awesome show lined up for you guys tonight. Uh, this guest is just the, the guy is wild. He's awesome, and we can't wait to get going. But first, I'm going to bring in my co-host for tonight, my uh, my shotgun rider, if you will, my partner in crime, whatever it is you want to call it. He is the Macho Dom. It's Dom Real. What's up, buddy? Hey, yo. What's going on, guys? Well, that Super hyped for like this Razor episode. Ramon. Listen, Chico, I love Razor. I got his autograph right behind me. Really? Big fan. Oh, yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah. I got this. It's a, it's a, a NWO mini helmet autographed by Scott Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were I got it about at that. a Hall Frame. Shout out, York Film, New York. Um, yeah, no, big Razor guy. But yeah, no, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, I got the Comets playing right now. My uh, Rangers are playing the Leafs, just starting right now. Big night for oh. hockey, so. I'll tell you, you what, more during intermission pop in with us. You, yeah, you keep track of the Ranger game. I'll keep watching the uh, the comments game here on the other TV, and uh, we'll be we'll be having live updates throughout the game. How's that sound? Yeah, keep track of that because I want to know what's going on. Um, we'll get into it. Obviously, we'll talk a little comments, but yeah, anyway. yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyways, so we're gonna bring in our guest. Our guest, like I said, super cool guy. I mean, I know I play pickup hockey with him, or not pickup hockey, or, or Clinton League hockey. Uh, well, he's much better than I am, but I try to keep up with him is basically what it is. Because, you know what? The guy plays professional football and some broken down old punk like me ain't keeping up with him. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> he is a professional football player, quarterback as a matter of fact. And he's a big time hockey enthusiast. I want to bring him in, Mr. Brad Jones. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? What's going there on, fellas? Is. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Dom oh, thanks feels for good out. to get back in the saddle. Yes, sir. Like we used to run it around, but uh, finally, finally got on, Scotty. It's been a long time coming. I know we've been talking about this for a while, and and you guys, you used to do real talk together. Yep, used to be yeah. the co-host to the co-host. Yeah, the co, yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. co-hostess with the mostest. Yeah, pretty much. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as as easy as it is to host a show with a professional freaking athlete. Yeah, I, I mean, you you carried the reins really well. I was just there to. I try be, be me, be ridiculous, and it worked incredible out hockey well. mind, which is awesome. Uh, get get it. We're gonna touch base quite a bit with the uh, the international game, which I'm really looking forward to. I feel like it's kind of starting to blow up over the last couple of years. To see you rocking the Slov jersey, which is sweet. I wore this one yeah. right for Scotty because it's the Anze Kopitar. Yeah, I'm buddy. gonna tell you something. There's there's a story behind this. So the first time I met Brad was at a pickup game, actually up at the Clinton Arena, and I come skating out in the ice, and I just see this Kopitar number eleven, and I'm like. Wow, that's like, damn! I says I've never seen a, a Slovenia jersey, let alone a Kopitar. I'm like, I got to go introduce myself to this guy because this is awesome, right? So I was scared. I'm like, dude, nice jersey, you know. And we got talking, and that's how it all took off from there. So, and it is, it's a super sweet jersey, dude. It really, is. yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, aside from all the Blues jerseys I own, this is my favorite non-Blues jersey by far, especially because I got it in Slovenia. So it's you? as. Oh yeah, it it's, it's got it right in uh, Lake Blood, one of Anze's like frequented cities. Lake Blood, that Lake is Blood. awesome. Lake Blood, yeah, it's one of the sickest cities I've ever been to. Oh, I thought uh, you said Blood. Yeah, pretty much. You Blood, it's just past tense. <laughs> the awesome. lake isn't red, is it? <laughs> no, I wish it was, just so they could have that little je ne sais quoi. But it's it's still fantastic. There's like a there's a castle in the middle, or a, a a church in the middle of this lake. You go up like a hundred steps. 
just to get up. Really? It's pretty. Yeah, you can only get there by boat. I know. (laughs) So typical, dude. That's awesome. It sounds like something could only happen in a movie, you know. Literally, it it looks like a movie scene. Like so, you you go there and it's it looks like I call it Old Forge on steroids. Nice. <laughs> that's but perspective for the, locally. For the, yeah. yeah, for the locals, that's what I call it. Yeah, well, dude. Say, is there any any deer walking around the streets or what? Well, Scotty, I don't know how they familiar you are with this new story. The more you get into it, the more it's like a movie. I remember talking to because like obviously I've known Jonesy since high school, but you get talking, it's like yeah, you play football internationally, and like, all right, cool. And you get into it, it's like yeah, and I did this, like what. And this also happened. Excuse me? Then it just goes on for days. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, you never know what turn it's going to take. And whichever one it is, I'm, I'm always ready to go with it. You know me. I'm, yeah, I right. just go with, the, go with the literal flow as it is. Should so. have thrown into the introduction an ex-professional baseball player also. Oh, yeah. Did, did yeah. Uh, sample that in Australia. A little bit of something, something. Yeah. You know what it is? He's like the sports buffet. Yeah, exactly. Whatever he was like it, crying, it, I was just yeah. Gonna yeah, he's just it's he's got the lettuce. He's the yeah. salad bar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, how did that. the uh, how the professional football start? Uh, well, abruptly, like long story short, I went to England for grad school and I got a scholarship to play there. So I I did Not that played played yeah. <laughs> Played there and got like went to like an Ivy League school of the world. Not a big deal. Not not saying I'm highly educated or anything. What school is that, Jonesy? Uh, Durham University. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's like the Quick uh, plug. No it's like the prince, like the Princeton of England. You know, not right. a big deal. Right. But uh, did that, and then as soon as that that season finished, when I came home, I didn't realize there was still a lot more football out in Europe, and uh, I had a team from Warsaw, Poland, reach out. I talked to a team in Serbia and then one in uh, Southern Germany, but this team in, in Warsaw was like, Hey, we, we like what we see out of you. You've obviously been overseas before. What do you, what do you say about coming over and playing for some money, you know, playing some pro. And I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? What's what more do I got to do just to get over there? He goes, well, you got to leave in two days. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, when's our first game? He's like, yeah, about 10 days. So I go, yeah, screw it. Let's do this. I mean, I'm not really in shape, but I know my arm will still work when I get out there. Right, that's all and, you know. Matters. I got nothing going on, right? I'll, yeah, I'll just have yeah. to play. Whatever. I was yeah. I was working at like WB Mason just to kill time, and I go in there, my boss, and I go, uh, "Hey, boss, I, I got some bad news." And he's like, <laughs> he's loving me because I'm I'm working my way up the sales ladder. And he's like, uh, "What's what's wrong? What's, what's going on?" I go, uh, "I'm moving to Poland." And he's like, he think now he thinks Poland, I'm like, New York. He, yeah, he's like, "Oh, dude, it's fine. You can still cover like your Rome territory." I'm like. No, I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think you understand. I mean, Warsaw, Poland. Like, I'm I'm going over an ocean and I'm like doing a layover in Russia in like two days. So yeah. it'll be twelve twelve time zones away. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, by the way, it's in two days. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, and uh, yeah, I go, I go, uh, yeah, and um, to add insult to injury, I gotta leave like in two days. So uh, <laughs> sorry. I guess you can. Here's the company phone back. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's cool though. You know what I. People don't realize, including myself, just that professional or American football is growing in Europe. I mean, there's, yeah. there's many professional leagues over there. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I don't know how many people remember, but when you used to play Madden back in like the uh, Madden 99 and 2000, they had the NFL Europe teams you could play with. Yep. So yep. a lot of those teams actually still exist. They just play in Ooh. there. Yeah, see, there you go. Shout out to the. Uh, the is that the, the Rain Fire? Yeah, yeah, the, the Birmingham, uh, who was this? I don't know. I found it going through my old cards the other day. I got all these uh, pro set World League football cards. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm actually early nineties. I'm old enough to remember the World League of American football. 
yeah. So like all all of those teams, or not all of them, but a lot of those teams still exist. They just play instead of it being NFL Europe, a lot of them play in their their country leagues now, or mm-hmm. right. they just had this brand new league, the European League of Football, which is getting some of the originals back. So like uh, the Frankfurt um, Universe and Galaxy, yeah. So they're back. Um, the Barcelona Dragons are back. You know, all those teams are are making a comeback. And then you look outside of the biggest league, and then there's league after league after league in just their own separate countries. So, I mean, I'll be playing in the, the top level in the Czech Republic or Chechia, as I think they're going by nowadays, too. So, um, I mean, I, I didn't realize there's – I think there's 10 to 15 teams in this one league alone, and it's split east and west. Some some leagues have, like, 30 teams. Oh, jeez. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, like, the German leagues are, are deep. They got some depth in those leagues. I mean, the top division, there's, I think, 16 and 16. No kidding. No kidding. Like something, something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of teams. And then they have the second wow. and third divisions, which are just as big. I mean, if, if not bigger because there's so many, you know, you know, it is with lower level teams. It's easier to have more of them. Right. Sure. Yeah, sure. And so a lot of them in Germany, those leagues are, right. You can, you can win, you can win every single game and not move up. That's how many teams are there. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's sick. No, yeah. And shout out. What's your name? Uh, your buddy's name, Brian, right? Shout out to him. Oh, on yeah. Brian, Instagram page. Brian Casey. Yep. Uh, Touchdown Europe. Uh, Scott, he's got a whole Instagram page. It's a couple thousand followers already so far. Just all, it's crazy how much there is. All, all this European football, dude. It's, it's actually awesome. Yeah, wow. it's, it's really it's cool. nuts. Yeah, it's, it's wild, man. I, I didn't realize it was as big as it was to like, cause I follow all of Jones's yeah. teams. So like, I'll pop in like whenever they have highlights or live streams or whatever. I'm like, holy crap. Like, okay. this is like a big deal. Yeah. It's awesome. So, Jonesy, is, is the rules over there a little bit? You know, like I know, like CFL, right? The field is larger, but there's only three right. downs, and you can run up to the line of scrimmage. The receivers are. Is it anything different over in Europe as opposed to uh, American football? Or in, in most leagues, it's college rules, like our college rules in the U.S. Not up, okay. not up in Canada. Um, the one league that I think they might do NFL style. Well, you know, like two feet in bounds and things like that. Right. Um, fields are generally the same length. A lot of the, some of the times, actually, it gets cut in, uh, by about five, ten yards because they're soccer fields that get, you know, right. goalposts moved in. Right. So, like, sure. the actual soccer field isn't exactly 120. It's a little bit less. So, like, on one of the fields I played in Switzerland, we were it went from 50 to 40. There was no 45s on either side. Hmm. Oh, wow. So interesting. I mean, it shortens drives, but it also harms the stats, which I don't really like. You know, I want that extra five yards to throw for. <laughs> right, right, right. It's awesome. Got to pad the totals. Come on, man. We Listen, I can't, I can't be getting cut short ten yards every drive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it adds, Scott it adds up, right? Like, it you know, does. listen, those are bargaining chips after the season ends. You know, hey, I threw for this money, and the field was shorter, so it's slightly more impressive. Yeah, you're like, I should have threw 400 yards this game, yeah, but it was yeah. like what 360. I got, I got docked about 60 yards this game. Not a big deal. <laughs> if awesome, Kurt man. Warner can go from bagging groceries to winning the Super Bowl, then damn it, so can you, Jonesy. Listen, Except if you're, I, you know, you're not bagging groceries. No, I'm selling liquor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. better. Shout out City Liquors. Yeah. Shout out City Liquors. <laughs> Quick plug. Now, that, wouldn't that make an awesome NFL film story? Just, oh, yeah, like, like, like <laughs> slinging Hennessy and Pink yeah. Whitney by day and then. Three months and then, later, playing and it transforms in the into a football in the, in the montage. Yeah, it would be awesome, <laughs> dude. If you did that with all your jobs you've done, and when you're home, like working at the gym or like substitute teaching, into- gym substitute <laughs> teaching, like sales, city liquors, I'd be throwing a kid, and it would turn into a football at some point. Right, right, right. Handing someone back a test, and then it turns into like a, a little yeah. read option. Yeah. It's yeah. a read option. It's a, the, the pitch, dude. It's sick. Awesome. Working the golf games. Ronnie Baskin. Oh, that listen. Let's not get into that just yet. Just got back from a four day trip. 
Yeah, thanks a lot, bud. It was nasty out here while you're gone. That's timed perfectly, if you ask me. Yeah, right. Well, I should say. Uh-huh. Well, you know. So listen, we uh, oh, we're a hockey show. So let's talk a little bit about some some hockey let's here. Let's do it. Uh, how'd you get into that to start? I guess. Um, you know what? I actually got to the game real late. My my Being dad's a natural in- beautician. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> If, if I knew that at the, at, at the youth that I was growing up, then who knows where I'd be right now. I probably wouldn't be playing football. But, um, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, I definitely would have played for the Comets for a stretch there during the end of my career, which is probably winding down in the next couple of years. But, uh, no, I, I got to hockey pretty late. My dad's an Islander fan, and um, obviously during our my youth, it was, they were really bad. Like, there was just nothing to watch. They had the DPA three years right. and stuff. So I, I actually – was watching a game one night. I think it I had to be the Blues, and I think it was like the Red Wings, you know, like back when it was was heated with Pronger and all those guys. And Pronger, I remember it vividly, him and Kachuk. Pronger crushed somebody, scored like a 100-mile-an-hour slap shot, and then they won the game. And I was like, this this team is sick, and I love the jerseys. So I started following the Blues, and then um, my buddies, actually, you know, uh, Scotty, you, or you both probably know Sal Carollo and, and Brad Stafford, like those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They they grew up in my neighborhood, so we played street hockey. I don't as long as humanly possible, like every day till the lights. Sounds a big Devils kid, ain't he? He's a big Devils fan. Yeah, Brad's a big uh, Av, Avs fan, so um, we would play in the street forever. And then I think I was like eighteen or nineteen. They're like, "Hey, you want to throw on some skates?" Because I've never ice skated before. Yeah, so I was like nineteen, and they were like, "I was like, yeah, sure, screw it, let's do it." And uh, I didn't realize how hard it really was to stand on two blades. <laughs> And like understand the, the physics to it all. I was like, dude, this is impossible. I got out there and I'm like moving around. Couldn't I don't think I learned how to stop for like a year. I just kept crushing the boards like the kid from Mighty Ducks. Yeah, you just right. run into things. That's awesome. I, just, I still haven't learned how to stop. I can I can go as I can fly down the ice and then I'll just be like, yeah, screw it. If I don't score, I'm just going in the boards. Right. Um, so then I started playing and then Oh, I what mean, was I, his name? We talked about him one. What yeah, is it was, kid's is name? Is it Rodriguez? Something like that. I gotta Google it. Keep proceed. But but we we would go to like skate and shoot every Saturday morning at Whitestown and Saturday Sunday we would just skate endlessly and they would help me out how to play and then they turned into playing into pickups two or three times a week and then finally being of age joined the B League and I was like all right let's play some organized hockey for the first time and now sitting here probably I think this is my fourth fifth season just two points a game and having a grand old time not a big deal not yeah, a big Mendoza deal. by the I way had to plug that. See, this yeah, it, and it, it makes me Mendoza feel real great because I get like two points a year. Thanks, <laughs> and, and and on the uh, the previously undefeated team, my team finally lost because I wasn't there. Not, I'm, oh. I'm not saying because of me, but well, right, not, not. it didn't help. That's right, you know, not, not keep, saying it. It keeps you, it reels you in just a little bit more. Right, yeah, it just so that, it just makes good. my ego shrink just a tad. What, Jonesy? That's like a perfect. Not that you know, this is it's not off topic, but it's similar. I know a lot of the people that watch this and listen are like either hockey parents or aspiring hockey parents. If you want your kid to play hockey, put them on skates immediately. <laughs> Cause yeah, Jonesy is a massive, yeah. like a legitimate freak natural athlete and had to learn how to skate. You got to teach them when they're fearless, like when they're four years old and don't mind falling down. Like you got to get them on skates. That's why I can't turn or stop now. Cause I know I can get severely injured. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. I can't, I can remember when I was learning how to skate with those guys and they're like, all right, Try this like, you know, an S curve or a C turn. Also, yeah. dude, if I fall and break my elbow, I'm going to lose my mind. Like this, right. this ice right. is it's hard. It's so <laughs> like, hard. dude. Like, it's, it's really hard, dude. Like I don't, I'd rather be hit by like that 260 pound, like defensive end that's coming in hot. Right. I at least know what that feels like. This shit's going to hurt. It, it gives <laughs> and it, you. And it freaking hurt. It humbles yeah. you very quickly. 
well, it gives you a perspective, right? Like you see, like you hear, oh man, like his shift's been two minutes long. You're like two minutes, that's it. But like then you get on skates, you're like, oh wow, two minutes is an eternity. It's a lifetime. Yeah. Like, Scott, you, you know, we yeah. play those, some of those pickup nights. So there's only one guy on the bench. It's like it's dude, horrible I've been skating for 45 minutes. I'm yeah, sleeping like yeah. a baby. Tonight. And then the worst part is you finally get to go for a line change, and like 30 seconds <laughs> later, there's somebody who's dying. Go please. Yeah, the next guy's passing let me, out. Let me sit up. <laughs> Like, no, right. dude, I just regained consciousness. Wait, give me a minute. That's the thing. I think a couple, couple Fridays ago at Moroskate, I was like, I looked down at my Apple Watch. I burned like 1,200 calories because I got off the ice for three total minutes out of 55. Like, dude, dude I that's why I want to get into playing is just to burn all those calories, dude. Like, I, dude, I, I earned those calories right there. It's like uh, the coach in Letterkenny says, selfish hockey. Yeah, yeah. Three-minute shifts, four minutes even. Just skate the blue line to catch your breath. Who needs a shift change? That's what I did. I hung out by the by the goalie. I was like, all right, I got to catch my breath. See if I can't let up another two-on-one for you. Oh, yeah, right. man. Brutal. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. So, obviously, you're a Blues fan. You just you told us that. Um, yep. And that's a pretty pretty funny story. And I do have to say, you know, when you started off, but played the Islanders, and that back then they were – and in my head I'm thinking – good because i'm 47 years old when i was young they right. were good right right the 80s they didn't lose yeah and so i'm like oh yeah right. wait a minute he's like about 25 years younger than I am, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and i know you mentioned pronger and to chuck who are some of your other favorite players uh i mean i i probably would say my favorite player of all time is tj oshi i mean nice. I, I i love osh i love him more than many other people in, in the world this one yeah, I, I got the I got the USA Oshi jersey. Um, I love him. I, I like I used to love David Backus. And then nice, you know, I one of the guys, one of the unsung heroes was actually a Slovak was uh, Roman Polak. Oh yeah. So I one of the memories I have is in college. I was watching the Sharks and uh, Blues game. Which I think it was just about getting into the playoffs, and Roman Polak beat the absolute shit out of uh, Justin Braun. Wow. The guy that used to play for yeah. the Sharks, and I was yep. like, man, I think I love this guy. And he just he, he just mean all the time. He just I don't think he ever smiled. So I really liked yeah. him. Um, Big I currently, I mean, yeah, like Tarasenko is my favorite player now. I mean, despite him wanting to leave earlier in the year, yeah. I think he, he wants it now though. No, I don't. I mean, he, he's playing too well to leave. I, I love him. I was heartbroken when Petrangelo left. He's one of my favorite players. Um, yeah. And 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 Dom will remember Andy Mack, Andy McDonald. He's one of the guys. Just yeah, this little, little little guy with a ton of gumption, just flying around. I mean, I could go on for days because I just I, there hasn't been a player on the team that I haven't liked. You know, you know. I think yeah. there's some guys that you get in your roster. And like, God, I hate this guy. I haven't Dude. had that yet. Jonesy Jonesy was torn up when they traded their backup goalie. When you traded Jake Allen, you were pissed. Dude, I was. Dude, you listen. There is something to be said about a two goalie system. I, okay. I agree. And you can't. I look at look at the Oilers. They didn't even got one. You know what I mean. So when Jake yeah. Allen got traded for for pennies, I was like, dude, I don't know about that. I, I don't. I don't really like it. Yeah. And I, I get I get connected to all these guys because it's like I watch like you. We watch eighty two games a year, and we live and die plus. with every single one of them. You know, yeah, eighty twelve for some of us plus. Yeah. You know, but like so, I, I think yeah, my my Mount Rushmore would probably be uh, Oshi, Pronger, Big Walt, and. Uh, Tarasenko with an honorable mention to Bacchus. Pronger numbers just went wow. up on the rafters. Yeah, dude, it was Very sick. Cool. He crushed the beer. Yeah, it was awesome. He's an awesome. What a legend, dude. Absolute beauty. But, dude, you brought up a good point, Scott. That I, I know, wanted... I wish. What was that? Too he young was a little for Holly. For Holly. Yeah. For Holly. Yeah. He was a star yeah. by the time I got into hockey. Right. Oh, yeah, that's 
right. Right, right. Foot in the crease. Yeah, I was going to say, Breaking Sabres, Hearts fans Sucking Sabres fans. He was was a star. And then, dude, I swear to God, do you know who I'm about to reference right now, Scott? And then he wrapped it up with friend of the show, Mark Myers in Detroit. Oh, this six hours. degrees of Mars yes. will never end on this show. It <laughs> always brings it back to him somehow. I don't know. Guy's the man. Dude, yeah. Well, Jones, you brought up a good point just to kind of touch base a little on Kamataki just for the sake of why not. But Scott, he brought up how important it is having two goalies. How did the Comets yeah. have all year? We had two yeah, no of the top five goalies in the league. We lost yeah. both of them. And what happened? The wheels came off, boys and girls. What happened? Yeah, exactly. It's brutal. I mean, they're back now, but you know it's right, still going right. to take a while to get used. You know, back in the swing of things too. Jonesy, since we're on the topic, we'll talk some Blues hockey really quick. Obviously, we'll, I don't want to shy away too far from your story, but since they've lost Allen, mm-hmm. do you think there's been a difference in Binghamton's play at all, or do you think that was just doesn't matter because he's just a head case? Um, well, uh, we don't have a goalie named Binghamton. It's, it's Binghamton. Binghamton. You know what? You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting it. for that. I had to do it. No, um, it, it's you know what it's it's funny because he had he had a low last year, and I want to say it's a little bit of a Stanley Cup hangover, you know, yeah, and and the sure. COVID protocols and having to live a whole different life. And he is like he's nuts, like don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. he's, he's like he's crazy, but oh yeah, I love that about him. Firstly, you mean like Nate but, McKinnon crazy or? Uh, I don't think no, he's, he's like. I, I think he's a I different kind of crazy. crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. He's like a like smash the stick across your throat kind of like. <laughs> crazy yeah which again like, i love it don't get me wrong honorable but, mention to the name of the show crazy yeah yeah <laughs> very yeah um so no i think the departure of alan got him a little comfortable yeah i will say for a sec but you know what's happened is is when he doesn't perform well he hears it mm-hmm. right and he, he pays a lot of it you know how some people shut it out they don't listen to what's going on. he listens to like what people say and it pisses him off even more and he's come back he's bounced back he's been playing really well and then I mean, they have Billy Huso, who nobody yeah. knows about, but he's been hot. Right. He picked up another W the other night. So you know, all it takes is one young goaltender to really push you and put you on your put you on your heels. And I think that's happened. And now they've gotten they've gotten back to good hockey. For sure, absolutely. Well, they've always played that physical brand too. That you know, that yeah, smash mouth in your face. You know. Uh, but speaking of the Blues, I might as well ask you. You know, when you're uh, in the locker room getting pumped up for a big game, be it football, hockey, whatever, you listen to Gloria. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, like Dom, Dom, Dom knows when, when that all, when that, when they won the cup, I was in Switzerland. At the oh, time. this is Scott. This is oh. gold. This is gold. So this I was, so in, I was in Switzerland. And so it's a six hour time difference. And right. in, in the Stanley cup, you know, the game started at 8 PM here. Well, that's 3 AM for me over there. I'm like, Oh, yeah. or like two, two o'clock, three o'clock by the time, you know, by the time right. it starts, it's like two thirty, three o'clock. And I'm like, dude, it's going to be like the longest 14 days of my life and now i've already been doing it with you know playing the sharks the week prior and that's right a 10 o'clock start game so it's four in the morning i'm like dude I, the stress I, of that I, series I, I, I dude i got i would i'd come home from practice at like 10 o'clock at night i'd sleep till like 1 a.m wake up crush two red bulls and just watch the game and like when they got in the finals i was screaming at the top of my lungs at like four o'clock in the morning with windows open the people of luzerne switzerland know who won the cup that year i can promise you that <laughs> Because I was I I was a nut job. I like the same. I buy a a yellow Red Bull and a blue Red Bull, and I drink them throughout the game just to stay alive. And then when they played the Bruins, I got rid of the yellow and I inserted the white just to to get all the bad juice. Yeah, you don't want to get it out. You know, get it out. So that was like that was insane, and it was like (laughs) I don't know. I was I 
as soon as Gloria became the anthem, I'm sitting there blaring it at five o'clock in the morning. My roommates are like, "Dude, it's a good song, but can you please turn it off?" You gotta, you really? gotta stop, dude. That was that was like kind of because me, you know, like we obviously knew each other in high school, and like we ran into each other ever since, like you know, here and there, like as you do in passing. But like that playoff, like those playoffs, like kind of like reinvigorated our friendship. Because oh, like yeah. I would see you on Instagram, I get because we used to talk. We Jonesy's a Mets fan too, guys. So we like talk. Met sadness all the time on right. like, Twitter and yeah. Instagram for the past ten years, and then watching him in the playoffs, like, dude, this is this guy. I was, I like, I turned to look at Smith, I go, this kid's crazy. Like, this is crazy, crazy. Like, he's just like four in the morning, and he's going insane. He's screaming at his Instagram about an illegal hand pass. He's going nuts. Oh, like, dude, dude, don't even get me going, dude. It's just why it was crazy. I mean, is the same police ever show up at your house? Oh. <laughs> no, but I think my neighbor upstairs, she like she told my landlord at one point, she's like, they're very loud at night. And I was like, hey, listen. Listen, it's the, to, lady, it's the cup. Listen, I don't know how to translate this into German, but you better tell her it's the cup. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not going to be any, every other night, I'm going to be going crazy and she's just going to have to find somewhere else to stay. I don't know <laughs> Right. That's, that's I, basically how I approach that. I know. I we definitely talked about this on on the other show, but like I have to. I don't. I don't know if I ever told you this story. So me, me and Samantha had just started. Like we met at a hockey game, right? So we. So like hockey is like the 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 barren, catalyst. like the, right. the catalyst of our entire relationship. And I'm thinking, I'm talking like I'm pulling for the Blues because Jonesy is my boy. Blah blah blah. I didn't really care. I don't have an investment in this. And she came over to watch Game Seven. She's like, who do you think's gonna win? I go, man, Jones, he's gonna be heartbroken if you heard me say this, but you do not go into Boston game seven and, and win. Like it just doesn't happen. And she goes, I think it's gonna be whatever the final score was, like four to one or whatever. She called it right on the money and just looked at it. I go, How did you do that? Like, <laughs> there's no way you predict a score like that in Boston game seven. Was, she was... she felt my energy. Yeah, all the way from loser I, and Switzerland. I willed the boys for that thing. All the way from yeah. loser and Switzerland. That was, that was all me. I'm I was speaking of the devil, popping in, yeah, smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the most disturbing thing ever. And then she did it like four more times like, <laughs> over the past couple of years. It's terrifying. Oh my god! But yeah, dude, that was that was wild. I don't want to embarrass you. My boy was emotional on Instagram when they closed it out. Oh, dude, I was. Well, you gotta be. I, th- listen, Dom. You gotta be. I'm, listen, Scotty. <laughs> Dom knows I'm a Mets fan, okay? I haven't had a thing to be happy about in like basically 29 years of living. All right. We had, That's we why had I a... need a Rangers one so bad, dude. So, and then, wait, let's make it work. I'm a Dolphins fan in football. Okay. Yes, They're a literal, oh, a literal clown organization. I couldn't hate them more than I do right now. My fandom actually is probably, a, it's like up for bidding if anybody wants to bid on me joining their, their fandom because I've not oh. had enough. So when the Blues win a cup, it's the only joy I've had basically in my entire sports life, aside from like oh three like Syracuse <laughs> basketball, you know. Right. So Dragons. like I I was so overcome with emotions. I felt like I had played in the series because I was so tired after every game. Yeah. And then when they I won, I was like, did. I was like, dude, I'm gonna like I didn't know what to do. I was I didn't sleep for three days after. Well, right. it's crazy because I mean I'm a Kings fan and I know exactly like when in twelve when they won when they beat New Jersey, and it was I mean that I. You know, not gonna lie to you, I went on a bender after Game Six. I mean, I was, you know, <laughs> celebrating. Woo! You know, we did it. We finally did it out there. It's like one, two o'clock in the morning, and then of course, doesn't my phone ring at like six o'clock in the morning? Going, oh, hey, by the way, such and such banged in. Uh, you're up for work, so we'll see you in an hour. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you want to talk like totally anticlimactic, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare right there. And then of course, with the 14 cup, I, Dom, I don't know if I ever told you, me and Gump almost got into a fist fight. And during game two of that controversial Dwight King goal. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> they say, oh, you interfered with Lundquist? Of course, yeah. you know, once again, beers were involved with that one, too. And, oh, my God, it was it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 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 Scotty. You, you want were... interference? I'll give you interference. You... <laughs> because i'm just preparing i'm i'm getting i'm leaving vicariously through you guys because like jonesy you obviously experienced it i kind of felt like i experienced it with you through instagram it's got so for you guys to finally win it it was 11 12 you said that was the first one because you guys were close right was it 92 yeah 93 93 92, yeah illegal stick come on yes yes and then was it there another year you guys were close to though i could have swore there was or is that the first Uh, one well, that was the first real, the first time they were made it to the finals. Right, so, right, right. You know, right, yeah. so it was really a long drought. Right. And, yeah, so, you know, my, my but, last time I was close, you ruined it for me. So, well, I'm sorry, but sometimes <laughs> things got to be done. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that had to happen. Had to happen. Yeah, that, that 93 one hurt because, I mean, I, I, obviously I was, what was I, 21, 20 or 21, something like that at the time. Oh, and that the hurts, Kings were dude. so dominant in that game one against Montreal. It's like, oh, here we go, right? And they were killing them in game two, really, just dominating that game. And then they, it just kind of slipped away at the end. And it's like, well, you know, all right. So the series is tied, not bad. You know, coming out of the Montreal Forum, the series tied 1-1. Going back to L.A. for three. And then Patrick Watt and that damn wink. I still I see that wink in my nightmares. <laughs> I've, I've never forgiven Patrick Watt for that, ever. That is... <laughs> As you shouldn't. No, never. Just can't let it go. No. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's awesome. I actually, I, it's funny you mentioned it. Jones, I know Jonesy will appreciate this because, like, we're not, I don't like to get into what I do for a living, but we play trivia on the phone all day. And, um, <laughs> and somebody, we go in order of people who got the question, who get questions. And one of the questions was, who was the Stanley Cup goaltending winner in uh, 1993? And it wasn't my answer, but I'm the only one who's a hockey fan. And I'm on mute screaming, Patrick Wah! It's Patrick Wah! It's like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Wayne Gretzky. I go, that's not even a goalie. I was like furious. Just so mad. Scream. It's Patrick Wah! Like, oh, oh, that's dude. great. That is awesome. Dude, oh, that drives me nuts, man. Oh, it's shit. so funny. But yeah. So Jonesy, playing play pro football over in Europe, I'm sure you got to some hockey games over there as well. I did. So, um... I, actually, I went to a couple Swiss games out there, and I went to the finals, like one of the games in the in the Swiss Cup finals in uh, Zug for this team called EVZ, and they were playing Bern, where uh, I think I think His that's where rule. So that's where that's where Boychuk, Zach Boychuk was that year. Oh, okay. oh, our, oh shout yeah. out our boy Zach Boychuk! Shout out our boy Zach Boychuk. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a cryptocurrency guy now. Yeah, he's a, he's is a he? Freak. You know, you know Zach Boychuk. I know he is. Yeah. He, yeah, he follows everyone on Twitter. He's a freak. Yeah. He including everyone on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He he followed me. I, I messaged him like once way back in the day, and I was like, "Dude, what, who are? What are you doing, you, dude?" I tried like, to get him on the show. Yeah, and he was he big, big league us for a guy that's a crypto. Star. No, he wanted yeah, he wanted us to pay him. Like, what do you what, dude? Yeah, right, bro. Send merch. What do you mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, give, yeah. Me, give me a, a hundred millionth of a bitcoin, and then we're in. How about that? Yeah. What? But uh, well, here, I got a new bitcoin. I just invented. I'll pay you. Yeah. I call Dude, you, co- you post shirtless boy. selfies and I have to look at it. You pay me. <laughs> the coin chuck, yeah. Coin chuck. Coin chuck. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Oh, but, uh, but no, yeah. So I went to uh, I went to one of the, the big cup games there. I think it was, might have been game, game three. I think it was the first game in Zoo. One of my uh, yeah. teammates got me a ticket. We go and it's like the way that I describe it is it's uh, European soccer on ice. Right, oh, that's like awesome. Like the stadium stuff. You don't, like I didn't sit. You couldn't sit. I was on standing on like cement steps, 
and the whole back of like one of the goalies is just humans of just standing the whole time, like like the ultras. So it's like and a I, coliseum. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I was in that with them, and I was like, dude, this is like. And I've been to like Premier League soccer games in England too. Right. So like I've been in the environments of like legitimate lunatics. Right. And I, and I no, I like and you know me, I love that shit. Like I'm I'm as nuts as they come. But like, I went to a, a soccer game. It was like Yankees Red Sox type rivalry up there, and I was there on the on the winning side of it. And it was one of the most ridiculous scenes I've ever been a part of. And then Is this Sutherland, was the same. You said? Yeah, Sunderland and Newcastle back in the day. Cool. Very cool. And then this hockey game was like the same thing. They had the chance going all like it wasn't quiet. You know, a game here like during the intermissions yeah. of our comments or like when there's a stoppage, we're all just kind of chilling out. You don't stop chanting or like yelling the entire time during this game. And there's beers flying around all over the place, and like the gigantic souvenir cups that you're just crushing them out of. And then they have, like, I don't even know how to explain it. They play, like, this special song for Zoog, and they had this. The fans rolled out like a pirate ship, and it, like, sailed across the stand. Like, it, it was nuts. Like No way. Yeah, it was just insane. And that was because that nuts. was it was nuts. It was amazing. It was a once-in-a-lifetime, or, I mean, hopefully a multiple-lifetime kind of thing. But it was yeah. it was so much fun. And I've been to even lower-level, uh, like, hockey game. Like, a bunch of buddies of mine that play in, like, the third league there. And even that's good hockey, but it's, it's so much different than here. You know, like you grow up and you're like, I just want to bang bodies over there. They're like, dude, I'm going to put the silkiest move on you and snip it. And nobody's going to touch me because they don't, they don't like hit as much as they do here. Right. Right. It's a different game. Right. So you, I I mean, and you guys have known, you guys have had foreign players come over and and see how they play. There's a difference between your Russians that come over and your, your Swiss or your, you know, even your Germans for that matter, like that Nico Heischer. I, You know, oh, yeah. credit credit to him now for getting better, but you know, like the Swedes, not most of them aren't that physical as the Russians are, like in yeah. the KHL, right? Yeah. And it was you could see it at the top level there. Like I was, they they were just skating around like free flying, like holy jeez, like this is on like bigger ice too. Like this is sick. Right. Yeah, but I'll like, tell you what, the Swedes got the most awesome sellies. Oh, they're awesome. That one well, Zetterland had last Friday night was amazing. The the uh, the, the OT you know, like, winner. He out his whole team. Like, he stopped from the yeah. – they're all going to like bob. He's like, turns already skates away from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jonesy. The two – I don't know if you've watched any comments hockey, but like two of our best offensive players are Swedes. And, oh, like, you know, I mean, a- Alex Holtz, you know, seventh overall pick for the devil. I mean, he's so sick with the puck. He's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, but wow. then Zetter – yeah, Zetterland is just – I don't <sighs> – I don't, Scott. This is crazy. I think he's our best player. I don't. I, I, I know, really well, do. Overall, I, I I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, Holtz is a little silkier, but oh man, watching him, he is like a, a fire hydrant on skates. You just can't knock yes. him over. You know, he's it's solid, incredible, and he absolutely incredible. Has an absolute hammer of a clapper. I mean, it's ridiculous, Jonesy. This guy. I swear to God, I feel like he's had an overtime winner every game for like the past three months. I, I was going to say, I see his name all of the time on the uh, Instagram feed. Dude, Fabio Fermer. And I, yeah. And yeah. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag Fabio Fermer. Dude, he's a stud, man. He, uh, I don't know. He, he like, Holtz is sick. Like, don't get me wrong. He's incredible. But he's also, I mean, he's a child. You know, he's got that yeah. a lot of development to go. He's been a little more physical. But you could see it. We, you, me and you were standing and talking right before you walked up. Me and Samantha were standing right on the bend. While they were warming up, and, and Zetterland's just beating the crap out of Holtz against the boards, like puffing them up. It's awesome. <laughs> Dude, it's beautiful. Because they've known each other. for They live together. They've known each other forever. You know what I mean? And they're in a commercial they, together. Yeah, because they played together for however long back home. So I, it's, it's interesting how we're kind of talking about how players are different. They're literally from the same place. 
but they're two really different players. Like Holtz has got that, like I can do things with the puck that don't make any sense. Like Matthews, like shoot the puck from a different angle with his feet moving constantly. And then yeah. Zetterlin's almost like Zetterlin almost plays the game kind of like a Russian. Like he, he's yeah. got a, a hammer of a shot. He's tough. Yeah. He doesn't try to get too fancy with it, but when he, Jonesy, he was the one, I think, I don't know if you saw it, just winds up in a, in a shootout. In a shootout, just winds up and rips up a clapper from the top of the circle in a shootout. And the goalie didn't know what to do because he saw him winding. He's like, there's no way. Well, yeah, because he he just got dangled out of his shoes by Holtz the round before. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was was unbelievable. And Holtz almost lost it and just brought it around. I'm like, here you go. Nice little touch. And then here comes Zetterlin. You know he skated past the bench. goes, watch this. And then. Boom. That was awesome. Yeah, Holtz, I see your mitts, but watch yeah, this. Watch this. Yeah, yeah, watch this, bud. Let me show you what a rocket looks like. Oh, dude. It's, it's crazy. But, yeah, but it, it's got to be so much fun to watch those games, dude, because I'm sure the crowd's ballistic. Oh, yeah, it's it's a whole different animal. And, you, I mean, I'm I'm like incredibly excited for, for this year going to the Czech Republic because I know, um, I mean, Yager's still over there playing. So I'm <laughs> definitely going to find – I got to find a way to get to find where he's playing and, and watch him. Um I, I'm pretty sure in in my town, Ostrava, they have a pretty big team. That my team, uh, the, my football team, and then they have like a little partnership. So I'm I'm hopefully going to be able to catch a couple games right when I get there, considering they're going to play for a couple more months. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'll be interested to see the difference in skill set. You know, like be between Czech and Switzerland, and I've seen uh, like Slovenia. I was at a tournament. I stopped at one there when I was just traveling around the world and popped in for a junior tournament. It was pretty sick. Well, yeah, you know, here's awesome. the thing, too. Like, the professional leagues in Europe have grown leaps and bounds over, like, the past 20 years. You know, it used to be everybody – obviously, NHL is always going to be the premier league, you know, in the world. I mean, there's no doubt about that. You know, and then the KHL came along, and we're like, okay, well, you know, this is a grid, you know, number two. But now you have the DEL in, in Germany, you know, the the, the Swiss league there uh, – the, well, the Swiss league, too. But you had Sweden, Finland. They all have top-level yeah. professional leagues, like the, the Liga – and, I'll, and it's just it's insane how how much it's grown and the, the the quality of hockey players that are coming out of there is incredible. And what's cool about it is is they have import rules, right? So it is what we're trying to do with the football in Europe as well. Is like you obviously you restrict how many Americans can go and however like other Europeans right. can join the team simply to grow like the, the natural talent, right? You try and right. teach people that live there the same thing. So in Switzerland, you were only allowed to have I think it was like four total players from the U S uh, North America. Yeah. So you'd get like one, one or two Canadians and uh, a couple of maybe a, a Americans. And then maybe one, a handful of Swiss guy, or uh, Swedish guys, you know, there's a Klingberg on that team. I don't, I think, I don't know. I think it's John's brother or something like that played on that Swiss team that I used to go watch. Hmm. But for the most part, they're all native Swiss guys, you know, right. like that's, that's where they grow up playing. It's, it's their version of our, I don't know, uh, like Bantams and Peewees, they right. grow up with the same organization. It's like the soccer style. It's European soccer style, but it, but with hockey, which yeah. is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, because I know like the Canadian Hockey League does that import rule too to try to protect the, the homegrown talent, just like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I can't imagine how, how, how nutty that must get, though. Those Because, I mean, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not big into soccer, but I've seen just how, how – ballistic like you said earlier those crowds get for soccer games and if it's like that for hockey and the thing you gotta remember with hockey is you're in an enclosed arena right right for those big soccer games you're in outdoor stadiums you know that kind of thing so that could almost get scary if you're indoors with that. 
Listen, I'm just glad that I'm as big as I am because when I was standing <laughs> in that, like when I was standing in that hockey, I'm like, dude, I can't imagine being like a smaller, a smaller person or like a smaller woman with just these people everywhere. They're just you're right. you're a sardine, but and you're all going crazy because they score a goal. And what are you going to do? You're going nuts. You don't just like, oh yeah, cool, yeah. You're screaming, you're jumping around, you're hoping that you don't miss the step and fall off. It, it's right. it's nuts. <laughs> That's that. I actually, now that you mentioned, it, I remember when they were building UBS and cats wouldn't stop shit, sending us pictures of the development. Like, yeah, dude, we, we all follow hockey pages. We saw it. But you're like, oh, oh, you see how they don't have the seats in yet? I'm like, yeah, like that's what it looks like. like yeah. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. That's like, that's not finished arena. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just leave, they just leave these like cement steps up and they just say pile on in. Go ahead, get at it. Well, there's no overhead. A, my ticket didn't right. even have a signed seat. It was just basically going to the arena and figure it out. Yeah, it was a but, general admission seat. Yeah, it's the it was, wild it was like it was like going to the pit. It was like going to the pit of a concert. That's awesome. <laughs> it felt like that too. It was awesome. That was oh, awesome. that's great. That's that is great. Oh boy. Ooh. Sorry. Are you okay? No. Rangers. It was yeah. Well, it was. <laughs> it was two. It was two nothing. It was two nothing. Leafs. Guess who scored the goal for the Rangers? Uh, Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves, baby. Oh, oh boy. Yes. Oh, oh boy. He's the Reeves. best. He's the best he move they made. Blues ever. I was just the, gonna say, you gotta love him. He used to be a blue. Oh, I love. I love that man. The worst thing that ever happened was him leaving that team. Dude, I'm <laughs> yeah, telling they got you, a man. First round pick for him. Ah, yeah, but I want it back. I want him. I'll trade. I'll trade Sunquist for him. I like Sunquist, but I'll trade him. No, he's not going anywhere. He's the, he's the heart and soul of this team right now. I want him. <laughs> Dude, he's the, I'm telling you, I my I, my dad was on the phone. My dad called. You know, my dad, super Rangers fan, Jones. You know, yeah. going on and on about like how like great they're playing this. That I go, hey, do you remember at the beginning of the season when you said you couldn't believe they extended Ryan Reeves and he hadn't played a shift yet? He goes, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't. Have said that. <laughs> yeah, I go, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. He Are knows where it's now, hey, pop. Dude, he uh, he's been the he's been the lifeblood of that team, man. It's fun to watch. That's awesome. I love him. Yeah, there you go. See. Uh, so listen, why don't we do a little bit of breakaway trivia? I, I feel okay. the need to do a breakaway trivia. Um, it's been oh. a while since I've done one, and I'm just I'm feeling it. I'm Nervous. feeling it today. My earbuds falling out and everything. See, so oh, there so you go. Get That's... you in the studio. What do you mean? Get that? I know it. Well, I I, I told you I I got to get that the interface working. It yeah, came with a, like a set of professional headphones. Yeah, I would actually at least look professional. What's <laughs> What's the problem that you're having? Uh, well, the audio isn't coming through because I'm sure I have a, a wrong setting somewhere. So right. I, I got to figure it out. I got to sit down and figure it out. So, but Jonesy's so, a musician. So, you know, if you have any audio questions, well, you know, and here's the thing, like Dave, the save redid that video for me and it's supposed to be in the MP4 and I still can't get it to upload. So I got to bug him again about that tomorrow. <laughs> Poor guy's trying to recover it. I just keep throwing work at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of guy I am. Right. <laughs> That's oh, right yeah. Scotty. You got to do you. That's right. We got a show. We, we, almost, bro- we almost broke top hundred on Apple. Oh, we so close to on Apple. Stop. Thinking of yourself. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. Uh, so close. 102. We're so close. Uh, so Jones anyway. is like, wait, wow, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, really? What's that? Pretty pretty not bad. Pretty not bad. <laughs> Quick plug, shameless plug. That's right. Love it. There you go. Uh, so Breakaway Trivia is brought to you by Jimmy the Iceman McNeil's children's book, The Red and White Zamboni Ice Machine. I remembered to get the copy out tonight just for Jimmy. Anyways, you can order your copy by emailing Jimmy at back underscore Iceman at Hotmail.com. All right, guys. So the, the question is, Wayne Gretzky leads the NHL all-time in assists. Who is number two? Oh, I just looked at this yesterday. Oh, no. 
do these typically so have anything to do with like the guest that's on the show? Uh, not really. Sometimes uh, they do. Because I was gonna say Adam Oates. No, it's a good guess, isn't he? A, he's like, yeah, he's like top ten all time. Well, because he yeah. had, he he just yeah. fed Holly. So. I know, right? That's <laughs> not uh, Oates. Number two, I don't even. It would have to be somebody who also played with. Well, he I, I was okay. You know what? I'll give you a hit. You were talking about one of his teammates earlier in the Czech Republic. <laughs> one of his teammates at one time. So where Dom, where'd Yager score all of his goals? Pittsburgh? Probably. I'm gonna say it's Yager though. Just because no, he said it's a, he said it's a teammate of Yager. Oh, it's a teammate yeah. of Yager, so it's yeah, not so, Yager. So that's what I'm oh, saying. So who- Super Mario. Oh, nope. Lemieux? No. Nope. It's Josh, gotta, Josh says uh, is saying Graves. That's Josh is coming in from the comments. Adam or Ryan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but no, it's not Adam Graves either. Oh, you know who it is? You already tell you? Yeah. yeah. It's Ronnie Francis. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Wow. Ron Francis, 1,249 assists. Jesus. I just want to make it clear we all, Josh included, had good guesses. It is. You're right. What, I wonder where Oates is on that list because that's like I, I think he's number six or seven. Okay. So he is all time assists. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Gretzky with 1,963. Josh is number 10. Okay. Good. Lord, I, I believe, yeah, because obscene. like I said, I kind of briefly looked at the list. So yeah, Mark Messi's three, Bork's four. Oh my God. Yeah. Yager's five, Coffee six, Joe Thornton seven, Adam Oates number eight, Stevie Y number nine, and Gordy Howe number ten. Yeah. Wow, what an incredible list. list right there! What the an incredible list. list. But I'll tell you what. Speaking of Mark Messier, did you guys know that he just had a birthday? Happy birthday to our he bad. turned yeah. sixty-one <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it made me feel so old. Vancouver's favorite son. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to be. Yeah, it's uh, no, 61 years old. I can't believe it. Wow. But, yeah. that's He's 61? He's 61, but you know what? He looks like he can still play. Yeah. Like, I was going like, to say he looks like great. You know? Like, 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 like guys like him, Brindamer, like Lindstrom, they could totally lace him up. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Rod you know the Bod. for the PTO. Rod the Bod would definitely. Rod, dude, Rod the Bod, dude. Is yeah, like, right. He'd be a oh he'd be a point of game guy, and he'd fight. He'd beat the shit out of everybody. That dude, he. Here. I want to work out with that guy. Uh, I don't because I don't think I'd make it. His intensity. What do you mean? Oh yeah, that was the best when uh, w- watching you get ready to go back overseas. Watch Coach Kev just crushing you in the oh, gym. Dude, the that's what I mean. If I was with Rod the Bod, I'd never make it out alive. He probably goes in at like four a.m. and crushes. Dude, there were days where we'd be doing a show, and everyone's like, "Oh, is Jonesy coming on?" And I go, "Well, Kev killed him in the gym for two hours, and then he golfed." No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I did make it a few times after a double double sesh. Double set, yeah, no, for real. So wait, so this is off topic, but any good spot? Can you golf anywhere in the check? I haven't really looked into it because I don't bring my clubs with me. That's kind of a that's kind of a shock that you haven't. Looked it's well, it's hard because I, I, something I learned in Switzerland that I did not know is that you need to have like a permit to golf. Come like, again? You, have to, you have to obtain like a golf license to play in certain countries. It's not, it's not based on skill, is it? No, you have to like take an uh, actual test as you say i was so screwed if it was based on i think so, I, yeah so i think it, i think some of it is actually like skill based but oh. it's basically you have to be <laughs> able to like basically go through like what it's like to play in a round these people don't want like schlubs on their course 
Yeah. So you take you had to like right. buy a license. I didn't get to play at all in Switzerland, and I had lived a hundred meters from one. Like I lived there's a brewery yeah. and then a golf course, literally five hundred meters away, and yeah. I couldn't touch it because I didn't have this license. Be well, you didn't have to take a test to go to the brewery, did you? No, no, they're all about no, that. That's, that's <laughs> I, all right. Well, that's I, the important I just flash some, flash some money. They let you in. Yeah, all about that. Oh, jeez. So Man. no, I have I haven't scoured the premise. I, I'm more so looking forward to finding some hockey while I'm there, and then because uh, I, I won't, I'll be there till mid July. So really, golfing. I'll be home for the the peak golf back home. Yeah, we'll link up. You'll whoop my tail left, right, and side. I, I would hope so. No offense. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 for sure. Go I bet I play like every day. I'm a lot. Speaking of Comets game Saturday, Scott, yeah. you'll be there, right? Uh, I'll be there late because we we have a game at seven thirty. Jonesy, do you play I Saturday night? Uh, no, I I took myself off the roster. Getting so close to the season, had to. What be, are you uh, doing Saturday? Had night? to be cautious. Uh, grandma's birthday. The one that's like that? eighty something. Uh, it's at six. We want to grab one before you leave. Yes, because I'm probably planning on going out anyway. So yeah, <laughs> all right. So then I'll just find you. Yeah, I'll nice. meet up with you. Maybe we'll I'll go to Cobra. So, Scott, if you got another do. Hey, right? There you go. It's your team, ain't it, Scotty? Yeah, exactly. They, and they didn't think – I live 10 feet away. They didn't think to get me a jersey. Listen, I, old one. I, was trying to get it, I was trying to get you into my games uh, every time I well, had – Well, dude, I want to put on a suit and just start – like I want to get someone with a camera, maybe Samantha, whoever, follow me. I'm going to put on a suit, bring a clipboard and a whistle, and I'm going to go and coach. My team would have let you coach without a doubt because we were like unstoppable anyway. So I'm going to just gonna... show up and just start screaming at everybody. You got to throw yeah, a clipboard out in the ice or something. That's yeah, just it. start right. losing it. Pull a David yeah. Quinn. Rabbit ears. Just start yeah. screaming. Start slamming a stick like what's-his-face from uh, the Stars after the Blues beat him. Bonus oh, was fire. Yeah, Mike Yow. Yeah. Dude, Ricky Bonus wild. going banana lands. That was yeah. awesome. I was so mad. Oh, Dude, I awesome. had money on that game, too. I missed it by one empty netter. Speaking of coaches going crazy, and it's not really him going crazy, but we talked about – did you see, anybody see uh, Gallant smack Reeves in the face the other day? No. Dude, he was over his shoulder yelling at the ref and, like, cocked his hand back and caught Reeves right in the face. Oh, all right. So it wasn't on pr- – the way you were no, talking, no, like, no, no. I was and, like, and wait, hang on a second. And he lived Dude, to tell the tale? Yeah, Reeves yeah, made this face like, fuck with. you're so lucky you're the coach of this team. Like, he is, like <laughs> you're so lucky. And, like, if they weren't winning, like, if they weren't, like, a successful team right now – Oh, dude, he'd been. It would have been. Might have been over for for Gallant. I'm sorry. He, he turns around, getting ready to cold clock somebody. He realizes yeah. the coach. Like, okay, hang on a sec. <laughs> Josh, tuning in just at the brew. Wings before UC games is our. There you go. Oh I yeah, I love the wings, man. Oh my okay. god, the wings. Oh yeah, they're, they're great. Definitely. Well, you know, Dom, you just brought up the Comets, so uh, we got another birthday. You know, uh, Robert Esch, president of the Comets, turns 44 this Saturday. So happy birthday to Robert Esch. And uh, let's talk about the Comets for a second, since they are at the first intermission. In their game of Laval, they're down one to nothing. How are we looking? Uh, one nothing? One nothing. Yeah. Uh, Yolen or something got a little for Laval. Uh, you know, it's been kind of a, well, by this season's standards anyway, a kind of a rough stretch for the Comets. Yeah. Uh, four, three, and three in their last 10 games. So it's not like they have a losing record. Uh, but other teams in their division are getting very hot, like Rochester. Uh, Laval's even pretty, been pretty hot lately. They're seven, two, and one. Uh, Toronto seven three and zero in their last ten, so you know that they've built up this huge lead, which it's kind of getting chipped away right now. But the good news is, is that New Jersey is finally getting healthy. So yeah. by extension, that should end up helping the Comets out quite a bit because the Comets have been kind of a revolving door roster wise for the past uh, three four weeks or so. Grant, I understand like everybody's going through that right now, uh, but you know, like I said, we had 
was it last week we had six players from Adirondack out on the ice? Yeah. And then yep. something like that. And it's, you know, nothing against them. It's just that's not the regular lineup that they had when they were rattling off 13 wins in a row to start the season. And, yeah, you know, winning 18 of their first 20 or whatever crazy stat they not had to, there. Uh, not to damper on the doubt the Devils are finally getting it together, but they're down two to one of the Yotes, which is never a good thing. Good thing I didn't pull out. There was a, there was a bet on Caesars Sportsbook, and it was Devils, Rangers, and Ducks to win. I oh. felt good about two of those. Clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, you got the Yotes. They're down up two to one with eight to go in the second. The Rangers are going in the first intermission down three to one. And then who was the oh. other one you said? It was uh, the Ducks. It, the, the, yeah, the Ducks, Ducks are playing the Avalanche. Yeah, they don't play. So. They play later on. Yeah. Yeah. So I stayed far away from that. No matter how bad I wanted those, like plus three thousand odds. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Dude, last... the Avs are getting hot now too. Oh, I, well, they're Ooh. they are the uh, they're the Dallas Cowboys right now. If I can pull oh, them some oh, come no, on. Think, listen, Wait, they're, yeah. they're, they're the Dallas they're gonna hide, Cowboys. They're going to misplace the puck? Is that what you're talking Listen, the here's the game. thing. What has happened the last two years with that team? Yeah. The Avs. Yeah, they've been True. phenomenal in the regular season. Then what happens? Yeah. Right? Dude, that's, the curse, that's the curse of being the good team in the regular yeah. season. Listen, I'm not, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's just to bring in my football perspective is look at the Cowboys. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to win it all. They're going to win it all. They look amazing. Well, they get in the playoffs and they face a team that does something different than what they've seen. And it beats them up. Whole, I mean, for the avalanche sake, I mean, if it's the blues that they play in the first round, I hope they get the blues beat the wheels off of them. But you know, who knows what the, who they're going to see. And then you never know what's going to happen. The playoffs are a different animal. And like you guys have seen, look what happened though. The year the blues won it. Hot right. goalie. Right. Right. No, exactly. no real soup, no real superstar that year. <laughs> And I mean, right, the, really, the, no. the, the, the abs are top to bottom. Their their roster is, is ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense how they have all of these guys. So Dude, I saw a stat today with like uh, with uh, Donovan Taves. No. Or, right? That's his name? Devon Taves. Devon. 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 Yeah. yeah, sorry. Devon Taves. Former uh, Islander. When, shout out. Kevin. Yeah, former Islander. Yeah. When he's on the ice, I think, or when he plays, they, they're like 30 and like 15. And then yeah, when, he, and when he doesn't play, they're like 15 and 20. Like something, something ridiculous. So. Right, you never know. All it takes is one guy to go out, but I, I definitely like them against the Ducks. I was just kind of hoping. For oh, a dude, that's shot. that's your hundred. I agree though to like kind of transition into like even just with the playoffs in general. That's why like everybody gives me a hard time about the Rangers. Like, dude, all the Rangers got to do is make the playoffs. Chesty gets hot. Yeah. They're like this season. They're they're like it's like seventeen two and two with him in goal. I mean, it that doesn't even make any sense. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. And so some of these teams like. All you got to do is get hot and get your goalie, you know, kind of rocking and rolling. But you know what the problem with that is, though, Dom? What's up? What if he plateaus out? Well, I got to be honest with you, Scotty. He's a Russian, and I have faith in him. It's got to guess. For that own, that own thing alone, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know, man. Well, that's the thing. Like, look, look what's going on in Edmonton right now. Like, you know, there is no reason why the team should be so bad, but they did nothing to you know, affect their goaltending whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly, and no I, I don't understand that one at all. I mean, no. you know, they went out, they spent all that money signing Zach Hyman, right? Yeah, why would why? you spend that money when you don't need any more offense? If right. you need grit, you can get grit from Bakersfield, right? Right, right. What they needed was goaltending, and there was goaltenders available, and they just they sat put. I mean, they stayed put, and I, I, I don't understand that at all. I, I mean, yeah, I great. Know. You got listen. You got the two of the best, if not the best, players in the league, right? And Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. But if they're scoring seven goals a game, great. But if you're giving up eight, what's the point? 
Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come on. It doesn't make any sense. This is this, this just it blows my mind. And Kenny Holland's been around a long time. They're GM. Right. It's not like he's some rookie GM that just right. you know, just got the job as his his first gig. Right. You know? Are you are you saying are you saying going after and getting a a thirty eight year old Duncan Keith wasn't the move? <laughs> Imagine that. No way. That that bag, Jonesy. We I we talked about this probably in the chat. I don't know if we ever talked about it in person, but I've sat on the show a million times. The amount of money that they paid Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I would score at least thirty goals. Yeah. On that line. Yeah. I mean, no, no joke. You put me on that line, and you gave me like a hundred thousand dollars. I'll score. Bro, if they gave you a million, you'd end yeah. up with 50 points. Easily. Minimal. I'll just stand in, front, stand in front of the net, and I'll get garbage. I'll be like Wayne Simmons. Dude, but you know I, what, though? You know what the problem is with that? I mean, you know what Connor McDavid is really – and I and I know this is going to sound very strange, but it almost seems like they have to put McDavid and Dreisaitl on the same line together. Right. right. Because Connor McDavid right. is a hard guy to play with, believe it or yeah. not. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, because you never know where he's going. Exactly, he's, he's, he's so like, unpredictable. He's video game fast. I mean, it's just doesn't ridiculous. even make. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> so, I mean, you're almost better off just putting some some schlub on his wing and just yeah. hope for the best. Let him let him go out there and yuck it up, create some space. Yeah, right. you know what? Yeah. I, that's the way. I mean, of course, whatever, for whatever he's got to do for when he's you know when he's playing with Panarin and Zabanja in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I hope not. But I'll tell you uh, what. Listen, for that. If I'm Connor McDavid, I got to deal with the Edmonton like media all of the time. The last place I'm going is New York. I'm going to go somewhere. So, I just, just go chill out somewhere. Like go to Arizona. Guess what? I'm just going to chill on the beach all day. No, because that performance awesome the, is going to go. The Edmonton, they, exactly, uh, Edmonton both media go. the other day that, that didn't do it for you with Drysdale. <laughs> oh my god! Why are you getting pissy? Because uh, I want yes. to fuck off. Bro. Yes. Like if somebody <laughs> asked me that question, he, he handled that pretty well. I would have lost my mind. Because me and McDavid are both putting up a hundred points a year, and we still can't win. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're eight points out of a playoff spot. You think? Are you maybe? kidding yeah. me? Them both individually average more points a year than most lines do. Right. I, I mean, dude, it's I, ridiculous. It's crazy. And it's like you said, too, Scott. I don't even know if this is on the rundown. I'm going to be honest with you, but we're getting into it. But Dad, it's not like Ken Holland doesn't know hockey. Like, right. it's, it's Ken Holland. Like, so come on. Detroit for so long. It's like, dude, right. don't you know you're not going anywhere without good goaltending? Dude, it's so, it's got to be so frustrating for, for guys like McDavid and dry, all these guys. To, and then just to turn their head slightly and look at Detroit. Like, oh, man, whatever Stevie Y is doing over there is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding, right? Jeez. No kidding. No That's kidding crazy. at all. So, you know, actually, Dom, you brought up the Rangers. And, of course, I know you were kidding about, you know, McDavid going there. And Josh was a great yeah, interview response. <laughs> Dude wasn't having it. Yeah, it's true. He <laughs> yeah, wasn't, man. No I, can't I don't blame, blame him, him either. Not at all. No. That's, that's just a dumb question. It, yeah, it really it's was. not like he's not trying. Like, he's trying. What do you want him to do? Right. And you know what the, uh, the thing about that was, too? The guy who asked it, Jim Matheson, is been, he's actually in the Hall of Fame. Oh, is he really? As a reporter. I mean, yeah, he's been, he's been in Edmonton reporting on the Oilers since – the 1970s when they were in the WHA. So again, it goes right back to this is not a guy who's, you know, some rookie reporter coming out of college. Right. You know? Trying to get headlines. This, this is a guy who I mean, he covered Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and yeah. all, you know, through the good times and the bad, you know, and it's like, to make that kind of comment, maybe he's just as frustrated watching. I don't know. But well, Scott, it's been what you just said kind of was like what I was going to ask, maybe what you think too, because you obviously, you, you're, you were, uh, watched hockey way longer than me and Jonesy, you know, so because I've been alive longer. Exactly. Yeah. I was trying to be nice about it. I didn't know how to we say were it. Gonna go go there, but, yeah. I didn't want you to say, Hey, you're old. I used to but, have to um, wait for hockey night in Canada to watch hockey. That's how old I right. am. Right. 
So, well, I was going to say, I think it's underappreciated probably by a lot of East Coast fans, especially younger ones. Like, when it comes to hockey, Edmonton is like, it's a big deal. So, like, that's... Well, yeah. The, the I mean, fan base is frustrated. The media's got to be frustrated. Like, you had Wayne Gretzky. Like, right. <laughs> and, you know, here's the thing, too. Like, you know, a lot of people forget, like, with the Canadian cities, the NHL team is a number team. one. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, on a lot of the, you know, the cities in the States... The NHL team, you know, maybe is number two at best. Right. Usually three or four in the in the you know the pecking order, so to speak, behind football, basketball, and baseball, and all that. Right. So with the Canadian cities, it's not just Edmonton. It's Vancouver's a very tough market as well. Toronto is notoriously Montreal is notoriously tough. Right. They're the Montreal's only game in town, really, as far as major sports. So yeah, of course they're going to get all the attention, and so that's you. You can understand the frustration there as well because. You know, and guys like McDavid, Dreisler, any superstar in any sport, really, I'm sure has to sit through the stupid questions sometimes, right? Right. Because, I mean, or a reporter kind of, oh, he, he called on me, uh, 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 you know. But, right. You know, I, I there are some that would say, well, he, he handled that wrong. He should No. You know what? I think the NHL kind of lacks personality sometimes. Uh-huh. And for somebody to actually say how they feel, I got no issues with it at right. all. Hundred percent. Not at guys all. Are robots yeah. out there, it's right? Exactly. Exactly. Even though I didn't like it the other night when when Kucherov did that whole shush thing after the, he scored against the Kings. So I'm a Kings fan, and it just kind of that, that to me wasn't personality. No. You know what's you know what's really kind of crazy too. I'm just looking at this right now, like I'm looking at their division, and as bad as they've been, they're not like really necessarily out of it. No. Like not even a little. The Oilers. No. Yeah, the no, division is the, a mess. Because well, the West is wide open. Right. Yes. Yes. The West is wide open. The East. If you look at the East standings, the the eight playoff spots are just about decided. Yeah. I right. still think I still think the Islanders might have an outside chance, but they're going to need one of those infamous like nine or ten game winning streaks. Right. Well, they've got every so many team games in hand too. Exactly, and that's exactly why. Because. I mean, every year, some team goes on this ridiculous winning streak. I remember when Columbus did it a couple years ago. They won like 15 in a row, something ridiculous. And they got in the playoffs, and I think that was the year that they beat Tampa Bay in the first round. So with the Islanders, that team is too talented for this to be the real New York Islanders team. Now, granted, the Islanders kind of did the same thing that the Oilers did. Right, as far as the Oilers not addressing their goaltending, the Islanders didn't really address the fact that he didn't score a damn goal in the game. Well, just what I was right? about to say is, I say it's interesting you say that they're talented because I was going to say they're actually not talented at all. Well, they, well, they're talented. <laughs> listen, they're talented system wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, well, for the sure. talent that they had is coach perfect the league, for that probably. system. Ex- yeah, exactly. Oh, but the problem with the Islanders is, is that they were one of those teams that they live and die by their system, and when there's a fault in that system and you don't have enough individual talent to overcome it, that's right. where the problem starts, right? And granted, and, and I'm sure they'll tell you it's, it's no excuse or anything like that, but they had a messed up season right from the start, starting off with 13 games on the road, and then they, you know, the whole – and again, you can't use COVID. I don't care. No team can use COVID as an excuse because right. every single team has had to deal with it. So to me, that's really not an excuse, and it almost works out to their advantage because now, like Jonesy said, they got all these games in hand. Yeah. Right. Well, which? Well, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'll go ahead. No, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they got with the with the COVID stuff. They kind of got burned at the beginning of it because right. You're, like you're right. You know how, like like now like with the new the new way like uh what are they the new recommendations of being able to come back earlier and so at the beginning, 
I think it who yeah. got got games suspended when they had like ten guys go out. But yep. a month a month before that, the Islanders were literally playing with half of Bridgeport, like on their yeah. They had right. seven guys down. They right. had so many guys out. And listen, they already like you said, Scotty. They struggle to score goals. What's going to happen when you take away the guys that, that can score, and then you force yeah. them to play games? Right. You know. And so, now, again, it's hard to use it as an excuse because I mean I'm a partial Islander guy, but at the same time, as it's gone on, they've gotten healthier, but they've still been behind the curve because no other team other than Ottawa who got the, the suspension of the season pretty early on. Right. Nobody's really missed that many guys at one. They, I think they were missing nine guys at one time, which is, yeah. it's two yeah. full forward lines. It is. It's in, you know, it's insane. And they made them play. That was the, right. and I think that's what bothered people the most about all this. There was absolutely no consistency as None. far as, you know, there should have been a, a guideline out right from the, right from the get go by the league that said, okay, if you've got say, Five players in the protocol were postponing your game right? because it's not, you know. And then they came up with the taxi squad, which is all fine and good, but it still requires cab gymnastics and it still requires all kinds of um, – but I will say that the NHL, you, and I'm sure you guys saw it the other day, came out and said, once the All-Star breaks over, we're done yeah. testing asymptomatic players. And yep, said, yep. You know what? Bravo. Huge. I agree. Enough. Finally. You know, yep. I mean, yeah. listen, you know – Feel what you want to feel about what's going on with, with the, the virus and all that. But, you know, it, it, it's just, listen, we got to learn at this point, just live with it and deal with it. Right. And, so, no, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I'm just, it, it to, to me, constantly testing these asymptomatic players was just kind of, after a while, it's like, why are you doing this? I mean, if you're going to do this, you might as well just shut the whole season down. Right. Because you're just going to be. <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, where where else do you go to work where they test you if you're not symptomatic? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's literal, I work, literal I listen, super athletes. I mean, right. yeah, exactly. I work on an ambulance, and they don't test right. me every time I go to work. Some of the healthiest Why? guys on the planet. Like, and guess what? If they're if they're sick, they're gonna let you know. Oh sure, absolutely. Yeah, because like, you don't think their agents got to say, "Hey, listen, if you're not feeling hey, good, do not risk it." Yeah, I, tell you, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're in a you're in a contract here, so uh, yeah, pretty right. much. Get your ass out there. <laughs> but uh, I, I just wanted to pull a little stack eye down moment here just to put in perspective really quick. So the, the, the Islanders points, right? Do you want to take a guess who leads their team in points? Brock Nelson. It's Matt Barzell, and he has 23. And then behind him is Oliver Wallstrom and Josh Bailey tied with 16. Ovi leads the league. Do you know how many points he has? He's got like 50 plus. 55? Drysdale yeah. is 54. Connor McDavid is 53. Huberdeau's tied with him at 53. Do you know who's in fifth, which is a shocker, with 49? Nassim Kadri. Nassim Kadri. Yeah. What in the world? Had, what's going on there, dude? Oh, well, it's, listen, it's not the playoffs, and he's not going to do anything to get We got uh, Sean Murphy. Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Uh, 75% of the NHLers have had it. There won't be many guys left to get it. But yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. Like, come on. Well, let's right. just it's we're getting and here's the thing and I, I just mentioned him too. How many more goals would Ovi have if the last two years didn't happen? It'd be just oh. I, he'd, he'd break, I would never have a doubt in my mind that he'd break every record there is. Just past Mike Madonna all time points twenty yep. fourth now. Yeah, it's awesome, insane. Well, yeah. I don't think he's going to get to Gretzky's point total. He might. Oh get no, 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 goals, yeah. goals I, for I, sure. Yeah. Goals for sure. I think I think or I think Ovi will probably end up top ten like all time with points in there. Probably. Somewhere maybe like 10th or 9th, maybe even 8th. I don't know. Because the difference between 2 and 1 on that list is literally 900-plus yeah. points. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. I still think he's going to break his goal. I do think he's going to do the goals. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. Yeah. No, still. 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, what's I his, what's he got four more years on that contract now? Well, I mean, you know, the only thing that's going to derail him is if he ever runs into an injury problem. Right. That's right. the only thing I can see derailing right. him. Otherwise, he'll have a not... shot of vodka, smoke a cigarette, and call it a day. <laughs> drinks like do- he drinks like uh, Coca Cola on the bench, Doctor Pepper, yeah, whatever dude. it was. <laughs> that's awesome. That yeah. really is. He's, he's, he's <laughs> Russian. He's, the Russian gas is real shit. Dude, that's what I'm saying. There's not. He's just a different breed of human being. The yeah, guy's a not... freak. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's it not really like is. you and I. He's not a normal, no. normal. Jonesy, no. I got to ask you: Have you ever tried that on the sideline? Just drink a soda instead, and just ah. Like I've it. I've tried multiple things on the sideline. They never work. Like <laughs> Dude, that. like Vaughn Upton crushing Doctor Pepper's. Yeah, kid loves yeah. Doctor Pepper and uh, Scotty. We gotta. We, I tell Snickers. Scotty we gotta have him on. He's a he's a. Oh, a, you gotta get Vaughn. He's wild. He's a a referee. He's an official in USA Hockey ODP down in St. Louis. Nice. So he, him and Joey Holmes, a New Hartford kid, do like they they both work games. You know, they're Joey. I think is a linesman and and. Bonds a, a ref, and they're just dude, they're wild. It's yeah, crazy. That's awesome. That is get, awesome. get there. We had them on the night the Peelzy thing happened. It, it was awesome. Yes. Oh, that was, I bet that you was, was awesome. great, dude. It was. Uh, they came in live in in a hotel room in like <laughs> in like the boondocks of Nebraska. It was <laughs> that's awesome. Great. That's great. <laughs> that was great. It was great. It was one of the best shows we ever did. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I just wanted to finish them because we got kind of a little bit of sidetracked there, and just with yeah. the comments. Should we be worried, Dom? Or I, I personally am not. No. I'm not because they, they've got games in hand on everybody because they were another team that had a lot of games postponed. Yeah. And just to finish up on the point, with New Jersey getting healthy again, you're going to see the roster stabilize, right? right? And once they get that team gelled back together, I, I don't think they're going to, you know, have any problems going forward, like I said. I, and listen, every team, I don't care who you are and how good you are, you go through rough patches and seasons. 100%. It's a long season. It's going to happen, right? But, I mean, there should be absolutely no no panic whatsoever right now. And, yeah, Holtz. Alex Holtz. Just tied it <laughs> one-to-one. There my, you go. My my thought on that, Scott, is simple. Clear eyes, Coach Deneen can't lose. <laughs> there you go. Guy's you a, go. a magician. He's like him and Heenan. I don't understand it. J- Jonesy, yeah. I don't, you haven't been to a comments game this year, have you? No, no. The boys, every game, with the exception of a couple, they start out kind of flat. It's almost like they're sharks circling mm-hmm. in the first period. And I don't know what Deneen says to them in, in the first intermission, but, man, it's gas pedal. I mean, yeah. it, and then the, the second intermission, forget it. It's a wrap. Like, if it's a close game, dude, pedal down. Like, two or three times, I'm not kidding, they've blown up for, like, three, four, five goals in the third period. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. Right. They just, I, mean, I don't know. They come out battling. It's crazy. It's got to be something with those, like, because Denis, he was a player, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, a pretty good. He was a pretty physical type player too. Yeah, if he I was. Recall right, so definitely. Yep. Like that, what you said about the comments actually kind of reminds me of the Blues, and not to just keep it all Blues centric with me, but they're, I think, statistically speaking, they're one of the best second period teams in the league. If mm-hmm. if you like actually look at their statistics, they outscore their opponents almost in every single second period by like two goals. Right. They they come out and they feel the wall. Like you said, and I think it's kind of a Baruby thing, like with that style of play, that physical yeah. brand of hockey. You feel right, out your right. opponent. You know, let's not let's not get too open because what happens when teams like that get get open ended? They get beat by the Leafs six to five. Right. You know, like that's what happened a few nights ago. So they feel out the first period, and the second period they just beat the shit out of you. They score goals, and then the third period they buckle down. And they just expand on the lead, and they torment you, just like the Comets probably do right at this point. Oh, yeah. dude, it's it's cruel. I mean, there's been games where it's like, it's it's sick. 
like, you know what I mean? Cause you got guys like Holtz and Zetterlin and all, all these offensive weapons that they have. We could just, when they're hot, that team scores at will. Yeah. Right. And oh. then even when they get the puck, you got to deal with Kevin Ball, Tyler Witherspoon. Like, dude, it's, it's mean. It's mean. Like, it's not, it's sick. Like, they, they get, to get guys on the team that are just tough. Like Patrick McGrath throws bombs. I mean, he's on the team for one reason: to beat the crap <laughs> yeah. out of people. But when he does, man, that fight he had the other night, man, that was oof. yeah, that's crazy. And I'll tell I you, mean, you know what could hurt them though is AJ Greer is going to be out for a while now. Ross Johnston. After, yeah, after that hit, oh. uh, Lindy Ruff said he's going to miss some serious time. And actually, AJ was a big part of the grind. Yeah, I loved know, him. He's energizer bunny of that team. Yeah, dude. it was awesome. Uh, Josh said, went to see, watch my baby pens play the Comets, and that was a great back-and-forth game. It sure was. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, was. I think the Comets got a bit more of a fight from the baby pens than they thought they were going to get. I think so, too. They put uh, up that a was, good one. That was, yeah, it was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just so to wrap up, I don't think that uh, – I don't think we got to worry about it as Comets fans. Dom, I want to ask you, because the Rangers have been in the news a little bit, uh, rumor mills more than anything else. Oh, uh, as always, the Rangers seem to be connected to every potential trade that <laughs> out there. Always. Right. It never fails. Right. Uh, do they make a move for anybody before the trade deadline? All right. So this is my thought, right? This is going to be the best year on that contract that you're going to get out of Chris Kreider. There's no way he's going to do what he's doing next year, right? It's not going to happen. And then in the next couple of years, if you're going to make a move, like say it's two years from now, Chris Kreider is probably going to be involved in that bundle. Next year, the cap space situation is not good for the Rangers. The year after it, it's really good. So next year would might be like kind of like a, a kind of mail it in year. It would like I, back to what I said earlier. If Shesterkin gets hot when you make the playoffs, why not go for it? Like if you can make a move right now, whether it's like Tomas Hurdle or Arteri Lekkinen's floating around from the Habs, there's a couple different moves they've been talking about. If you can make a move, like if Jury can pull off a move and not get fleeced, why not? Uh, honestly, like who's gonna beat you? Like really though, like I, I, it's not even like an arrogant Rangers fan thing. Who's gonna beat this team? They pumped Tampa Bay. Right, they can play with Toronto. The game right now doesn't look great, but Toronto <laughs> folds in the playoffs. It's just the way it is. And then we can worry about playing the Avs or whoever if we get to the Stanley Cup. Who's going to beat that team? Let me ask you a question though: Does their secondary scoring worry you? Their five on five is what worries me. That's their the, their their penalty kills fine, and their their power play is good. The five on five scoring right now is what bothers me. So if they can get an offensive weapon. Then let's go. The, the secondary I my biggest issue on the team was Mika's advantage at up until like two weeks ago, and now he's an all star. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that in, baby. <laughs> yeah. The, fo- the, the fourth line on that team is the best line on the team. Like, it, it's unbelievable. The, the secondary scoring. Philip Heedle is not a center. That's the problem with, right. with Philip Heedle. He's not a center. He's a winger, and they just need to accept that. So you need to maybe realize, like, hey, maybe we need to get another center. Maybe we thought we fixed this, but we didn't. Lafreniere is getting better every couple weeks. I mean, he he's a kid and he's not even playing currently, but like he'll get there. We had another good winger. I don't know if anybody's heard of him. Um, what's his name, Jonesy? Maybe you know him. Um, oh, Pavel Buchnevich, But for some reason, we traded him for a guy that's hurt all season now. <laughs> I know. So that move didn't work out. But when Sammy Blay was there, I liked Sammy Blay a lot. So uh, if they if they're gonna go for it. You got to go for it. I don't know who your move is going to be. I mean, there's a couple moves. I don't know which moves specifically you were kind of talking about. I named two of them. Uh, they were talking about Jacob Chikrin. 
defenseman from uh, sure, Arizona, but one. he's yeah. a, he, that's going to be a huge haul. Uh, yeah. They were saying that Arizona is going to be looking in the uh, uh, range of like a Jack Eichel package. Yeah, that's Vegas not had to give up to get him. But yeah. now, with well, here's that the thing, being though. said, no, go ahead. No, but if the kid is 24 years old, he's got four years left on a $4.8 million AAV yeah, contract. It's a ridiculous contract. Right. You know, and, and he's coveted by pretty much every team in the league. Just one of those guys that basically needs to get out of Arizona. Kind right. Of right. Um, right. But is, is defense the problem? Or, or no. I, I shouldn't say problem. Don't, that that, that kind of came out wrong. Um, is defense an, er, an, an area they need to address, or would it be – Picking up on the five on five secondary scoring. Five on five secondary. The defense is, I mean, it's they're young, but it's not a problem. Here, and here's the other thing. Not only, like I said, this is the best year you're gonna get out of Chris Kreider. Ryan Strom is a good hockey player now all of a sudden, and you're gonna have to pay him. Or let <laughs> that's him why. He's yeah, like so <laughs> next year he's up. So like exactly. And he's gonna want he's gonna want I play with Artemi Panarin money, which yeah, is right? not you know, because that's like a differential. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, but you play with Panarin, so it's kind of you know not what really they should fair. Do? They should re-sign Strom and just yeah. tell the press that they paid him in Panarin bucks. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I think it's brilliant. Be like, hey, um, the the best thing. This is my favorite part. Is he's such a good player this year? And we talked about this before, but like Jeff Gorton literally came out. I was like, yeah, we've we've done literally everything we can to try trade Ryan Strom this week, and it just hasn't happened. Like no that's, that's basically his direct quote. We tried so hard. I've literally considered giving him away with a bag of pucks, and he's still here. <laughs> And now he's one of the best players on the team. So right. if you can go for it, go for it. It's not a defensive issue. It's the defense is fine. The, the, and it's young, which is great. The, the other thing, and a lot of Rangers fans aren't going to agree with this because New York sports fans specifically tend to get attached to every prospect they have. There's not a single prospect they have that's untouchable. Not a single one. It, it, I don't care who it is. If you got to, if you got to make that deal, make it. Right, because story. basically your prospects are already playing in the NHL anyway. Exactly. Uh, who's our best prospect? Shesterkin and Adam Fox? Hi. They're they're already extended. Lafreniere? Right. Like, what, what, do you, what do you mean? Right. Doesn't matter. You know be interesting? You know be interesting? You know, we just talked about the Edmonton Oilers needing goaltending help. Wouldn't it be interesting if they, they traded Georgiev? I said that. Did I think we talked. I think we, we talked. No, we talked about Jonesy. I said it because we talked about this. I think it was like two days after. It was a Monday night when they played Edmonton. Georgie played great, and it was the Man. only game on that night. So I was like, you know, every GM in the league is watching this yeah. game right now. Yep. Every single one. If you can move – I Because let's face it. Let's face it. If the Rangers are going to make a run, it's with Shesterkin in that there's no way yeah. Georgiev's getting in the net in the playoffs. I'm, and if Shesterkin goes out, then that's that's it. Then it's Keith Kincaid's team. Yeah. Let's go, baby. He's there. <laughs> I've said this. Jo- Jones, you agree. You know, you, know, you know athletic. Like, you know sports. Yeah. I've said – so Georgie – the issue with Georgie – is oh I, I'm better when I play every day. I gotta play blah blah blah. Okay, because so could but he's a backup and he has to be a backup and he's always gonna be a backup. If right. that's the attitude going in, that's not as positive as now we traded Georgia. Keith Kincaid's the backup. Keith Kincaid, you know his his kind of you know who he is. He's just kind of he's just kind of a dude. He's like all right, boys, let's go steal one while Chesty's off. Let's try and get the old man a win. Like that's right. Kincaid's men- right. mentality, and that's better in a situation where you need a backup. Like. We talked about it earlier with, with, with uh, Allen and, and Bennington. The two goalies is huge, not with Shesterkin. I mean, the guy can play every day. He gets in a car accident, and he's back on the ice in two weeks. You know what I mean? He just He's, he's bulletproof. I don't, he'll, right. he'll play every game. It don't matter. If, if the playoff series where he's got days in between, let him play. Who cares? We don't need a backup. 
And even if you have a backup, he's not going to play anyway. I'm going to start someone before Igor Shesterkin, who's on pace to be one of the best goalies in the league in the next couple of years. It's crazy. If you could well, trade Georgiev, do it. Even if it's for nobody, just do it. Yeah, just even for some some scoring depth. Right. You, I did, you, you don't want to turn this into another Lundqvist situation. That's true. Yeah, because because yeah. this, listen, does it not look very reminiscent? Dude, I... A so, goalie that shuts the door all of the time, yeah. a fairly stable defense, an yeah. offense that has six guys that score and nothing more. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's, it's very... Uh-huh. Dude, it, it's almost like a replay. They're the cyclical. So, like Scotty said, they need secondary scoring or they're going to run into a team like the Kings back in the yeah. day. We're going to shut down your top two lines, and then yes. they're going to grind the shit out of you with the third and fourth. Yes. Granted, the fourth line of the Rangers is good. It's the best line team. But you need to have guys. And, and honestly, I feel bad because Sammy Blay was going to be that guy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've seen him play for a very long time. He would have been like that kind of guy for them, like a little bit of grit and grump, gumption, but score. Right. So they need that because otherwise, this is just going to be the king all over again. This a great goalie is going to win a ton of games, but he's never going to go anywhere because they can't score. Dude, here's the thing too. Like it's not that he shouldn't have got paid what he got paid, but I mean, Goudreau's got 17 points this year. He's not like he's, he's not like he's a pine cone out there. Like he's not right. a, a, a traffic cone. He's, he's a participating. Cone. Dude, he's yeah. nothing. It's not like he's nothing. I mean, there's plenty of, like they got guys out there who can score. If they just had that one little piece, we didn't trade Pavel Buchnevich. Like, just, yeah. and you know what? They were so eager to get rid of him. I don't understand. I, that. You know what it was? They were like, well, we, they 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 were like sources close to the team. Like, oh, they we didn't want to pay him after next year. Okay, then don't pay him after next year. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, you like, already wait. have. Like, I understand the Sammy Blay. Like, I believe I don't know how much longer they have him under control. I know it's longer than that, but still, I, I don't know. It's no disrespect to Sammy Blay, but. Buchnevich was already a legitimate scorer. Blaze got potential, but I mean, Buchnevich could yeah. have been the guy. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm enjoying him quite a bit. Well, the thing that drove me the most nuts is Drury was like, "Oh, we want to add more to our top six. Okay, so you traded a top six. Yeah. You got rid <laughs> yeah, of the top know, six, right? right. You traded a top six. Same thing with like, oh, we wish we had more wingers during this run. Oh, you mean the guy that's on Vancouver now? You mean JT yeah. Miller, the guy that was a Ranger yeah. that nobody likes one, for some reason? But that's another one that they were talking about. The JT Miller, yeah, JT Miller coming back to the ring. Dude, if they got JT Miller back, oh my god, it cost him an arm and a leg though. Now I wouldn't be able to handle it. I, you know that? I don't know. It Listen, but here's the leg. thing though. So I what's what it solves your secondary scoring problem, right? Listen, we need I, if we're gonna go, I could I could do this all day, right? <laughs> if we could if if we're gonna go push all in all the chips, we need secondary scoring. We need just scoring in general. We'll blanket call that. And we need another center. Just go for Bo Horvat. If you're going to trade with Vancouver, just do it. Like, honestly, yeah. you got yeah. a center. Hey, you know what? It's tough go, as nails. Listen, score. go really crazy. Go for Pedersen. That's, I mean, that's just, that's just, <laughs> couldn't deal with that. <laughs> Vancouver, they're, they're feeling uh, it though. Now Bruce yeah. there is, I mean, they're feeling yeah. it. The Bruce Brudrow effect. Dude. I don't know. I, mean, I, I I don't know what they're gonna do. I just I have faith in Shesterkin. That's all I got. Yeah, that's uh. I, I tell you, I mean that's that's not a bad thing to have. You know the faith, and and he's proven that he's a legit NHL goaltender. There's no doubt about it. Right. Three. It's you know? three two now. By the way. Yes. Yeah. Ryan Reeves yes. scored again. <laughs> well, guess what? It's three to one Laval. So I hate to be the. the <laughs> I thought that's what you were like, No wait, it's three to one. Revo lighting it up tonight. Dude, if Revo puts up a hat trick against against the hat or the the Leafs, I'm gonna die. I, uh, I want to handle that. 
I'm sweating. Like I'm actually sweating. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, Dom, I don't want you to, to you oh. know, have completely melt down on us over there. So, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, just got one last topic here, fellas. Uh, congratulations to Willie O'Ree. Uh, yeah. Number 22 was retired by the Boston Bruins. And the very next day he found out he's going to be getting the uh, congressional gold medal. So good for Willie O'Ree. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It really is awesome. I got to tell you something. I love, I love those hats, the fedoras that he wears. Oh, the rocks old man's awesome. got style, man. He does. He has swagger. He's, he's I love got, it. Definitely got style. That guy's awesome, Great. dude. He's oh, hockey you don't, you don't You don't become a pioneer like that and not have some kind of style. Yeah, exactly, right? You know? Right, if you're right. going to set trends, like just as being you know one of the, the first black athletes in hockey, then yeah. you got to go full go. you got to be looking yeah, yeah. good, playing good, feeling good, and then get your number in the rafters. I uh, It's funny you mention that, Jonesy. I follow like a million old, like it's not hockey, but like a million like vintage baseball pages. And there was a picture that was going around on Facebook the other day. It was a uh, Jackie Robinson signing his first contract with the Dodgers. I'm like, look at that man! Oh my it's god, just that's a handsome man right there, looking so dapper. dapper. Jeez, that's, a, that's what's so great about those old athletes, though. I mean, you Dude, those, like, all those yeah. reels back there, all dressed to the nines, you the know. Old times, yeah. No such thing as a hoodie or anything like that. Like, no man, no. I'm out there looking my best. I, I got my look, threads. I'm that, looking man. good. It's awesome. Oh my god, yeah. Now these guys, well. The hockey players are pretty good with it. I yeah, mean, they're all yep. locking the suits. I actually, I don't know what the league's like attire rule is. I'm not even sure, but I think it goes by team now. Yeah, I does think it? So. I think yeah, because I think, I think uh, who who got it loosened up was it Arizona. Probably, I think Arizona got their. It was one of them because they talk about it on, <laughs> on chicklets that one of them got their dress code like loosened a little bit, and the guys are still like they're being able to express themselves and all that. Because I know. Yeah. I know Matthews wants to do the same thing. You know, he's a right. big, he's big into that fashion style, and then the boys from Justition, you know, they're they're all involved in that. So I mean, oh, yeah. I I can appreciate the like the tuck the, the suit and tie look. You know, walk into the arena, I do think it's a classic look. But then again, at the same time, you kind of gotta give a little leeway and be like, all right, we just talked about it what twenty five minutes ago about the league being robotic and these guys right. have no personality. Right. So. You know, do you want your cake and yeah. eat it too? Well, if we want these guys to have personality, do stuff. Well, let's let them express that. You know, kind of so like you know, you know what you do. Let them express it all they want, and then in like five years, the suit and tie will be back because yeah. that'll be fashion. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Right. It's it's <laughs> they they they'll do what the NFL has done because I mean, again, the NFL does the same thing. They loosen up a bunch of bunch of things. These guys go out and they get all crazy, but then it circles back, and they're like, all right, well, now dressing nicely is what you want to do when you go to a thing. They come out wearing all these fancy ass suits, and they're looking fantastic. The difference is they got Jordans on with it, not loafers. Right, right, right. right. It goes exactly. into Jonesy the the great primetime quote. What is that again? I wear the shirt every game day. It's a you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, they pay good. They, I pay mean, good. It's, wow. they pay there good. You know. that's, that's I wear. I have the prime shirt. I wear every game day. I got a so couple. Let of me ask you then: as, as a professional athlete, is that the advice that you give to every kid that comes up to you? As far as <laughs> have you seen me, Scotty? <laughs> Yeah. If you listen, if you look like me, you're going to play good. That's kind of the way yes. it rolls. Okay, that's that's the name of the game. I, right. I think like, in everyone good. in every one of my contracts, I make sure the number eight is what I'm going to be dawning on my chest when I play on the field right. because there's just something there you about go. it. You know, you got to look good, and then you feel good, and when you're feeling good, what, you have no choice but to play well. Right, and then when you play good, and then when you play good, there comes the dollars. You know, they they're going to get paid. Right. You're going to get paid. They pay good. It's true. No, I agree 100%. It's all about I mean, yeah. gr- grammatically, it doesn't make any sense. It's just not how you want to say that. But yeah, yeah. I, I love it, nonetheless. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. That's awesome. That's so, Jonesy, how are we going to follow your team on social media? 
Uh, so they got Instagram and they got Facebook. And then I believe when we start getting into games, they'll be sharing everything on those sites. And then it'll probably be streaming, on, I'm going to assume, on YouTube. But there's okay, also me. the uh, check the, the league page. So my team is just – it's at Ostrava Steelers for all their stuff on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then I believe they told me every game to be streamed and some will be on check TV. So the ones that will be streamed, I'm pretty sure you guys will have access to it. I'm going to assume it's YouTube kind of like it was before Don back in the, the Poland days, get the link, right. check right. the Facebook, check the Instagram, and then they'll be able to, oh, yeah, there. there you go. Hey, it's yeah. it perfect. Yeah. That's them. That's the there squad. So Dude, uh, I'm going to need a shirt or something. Oh, they, they, dude, the logo's sick. They got a, I got a little welcome package ready for me when I arrive. Yeah. I was talking to uh, my GM the other day and he's like, I hope you don't mind. We're bringing like the cameraman and stuff uh, for your arrival. I'm like, I mean, I'm going to look like dog shit. Somebody traveling for about 24 hours. Right. And he's like, nothing a beer can't fix. I'm like, Hey, you're you're not wrong. You know? All right. No, I'll definitely uh, try and get as much apparel as I can packed up into a box and just send it home and then have it dispersed to, to the illegal stick boys. Nice. I got, I, I got a, I got a bunch of people that need some apparel. So I'm sure, I'm sure if I start playing well, the team will take care of me, you know? Well, you know what? There you go. Look, that's good, the goal, right? And the swag comes. That's all there is yes. to it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a uh, perks, perks of the job. That's Saucy right. lattice ripping up the check. You that know. is awesome. Uh, Dom, give us one last update on the Ranger leaf games. It's still three, two. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, as of right this second, we have, yeah, three two. Got eight forty to go in the second. All right. And as far as our comments go, it's still three to one Laval with five forty left in the second period. Still lots of time for everybody's team involved. So anyways, boys, that was all so much fun. That was it's a, a lot time. of fun. Yeah, I love it. If you're you watching know, live, and... hop onto TNT right now, watch Ryan Reeves score hat trick. Jonesy, you are welcome back on this show anytime you want, my friend. Yeah, is, sounds good. Hopefully, we can do. That. I think uh, we did. We did a real talk. I zoomed in from uh, from Switzerland last time, so we'll try and figure something out where I can hop on from from Czech. Yeah, well, we'll have to have, try to have it earlier in the day here, though, so you don't have to stay up till four in the morning too. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got experience staying up late. Clearly, by the the cup, just let's just yeah. do it. Something when the Blues are playing one night, we'll right. wait till the playoffs. How's that? Or when, or when the Mets are playing, Dom and I watch the Mets game, and we'll like bitch and moan while we're talking I'm on the podcast. So now. mad, yeah. If we even play baseball this year, yeah, don't yeah, don't no, start, geez. don't start. I'm not positive, positive vibes, Dom. You know, yeah, you're right, no, man. Church cointology. I am a cointologist. I am a positivist. Exactly. <laughs> Positivity. Uh, uh, Jonesy, Josh says, thanks for the overseas hockey story, Jonesy. Love it and great show. Cheers. Thanks for watching, Josh. We really appreciate that. Appreciate it. And uh, just so everybody knows, you can, if you don't know already, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, all under Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. I've also got an Instagram page going that I'm trying to work on, so my novice social media skills are, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. And, of course, the website that's scrolling across the bottom there, martysillegalstick.com. We put articles up there all the time. Check them out if you get a chance, uh, especially if you like hockey in the Mohawk Valley. So, anyways, Jonesy, once again, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Good luck in your upcoming season over in the Czech Republic. For Dom Real, for Scott Kinville. Or I'm Scott Kinville. Boy, hammer that <laughs> one at the end. Wow. Anyways, thanks for listening and watching. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we appreciate it. Have a good one. We'll see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Boom.